0: Today's reading is in 1 Thessalonians, chapter 1, 1 through 2, 8. This letter is from Paul, Silas, and Timothy. We are writing to the Church of Thessalonica, to you who belong to God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. May God give you grace and peace. We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. As we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of you, faithful work, your loving deeds, and the endearing hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. We know, dear brothers and sisters, that God loves you and has chosen you to be his own people. For when we brought you the good news, it was not only the words, but also the power. For the Holy Spirit gave you full assurance that what we said was true, and you know of our concern for you from the way we lived when we were with you. So, you received the message with joy from the Holy Spirit in spite of the severe suffering it brought you. In this way, you imitated both us and the Lord. As a result, you have become an example to all believers in Greece throughout both Macedonia and Achaia. And now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere, even beyond Macedonia and Achaia. For wherever we go, we find people telling us about your faith in God. We don't need to tell them about it, for they keep talking about the wonderful welcome you gave us and how you turned away from idols to serve the living and true God. And they speak of how you are looking forward to the coming of God's Son from heaven. Jesus, whom God raised from the dead, he is the one who has rescued us from the terrors of the coming judgment. You yourselves know, dear brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not a failure. You know how badly we had been treated in Philippi just before we came to you and how much we suffered there. Yet our God gave us the courage to declare the good news to you boldly, in spite of the great oppression. So you can see where we are not preaching with any deceit or impure motives or trickery. For we speak of messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motives of our hearts. Never once did we try to win you with flattery. As you well know, and God is our witness that we were not pretending to be your friends just to get your money. As for human praise, we have never sought it from you or anyone else. As Apostles of Christ, we certainly had a right to make some demands of you, but instead we were like children among you, or we were like a mother feeding and caring for your own children. We loved you so much that we shared with you not only God's good news, but our own lives too. This week's Bible meditation is on James 4, 4. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God.
1: No one has ever been able to bear the preaching of the gospel. They will either turn against it with the fierceness of an animal, or they will be converted. Throw yourself upon Christ. Trust in Him. Trust in Him. We are not called to build empires. We are not called to be accepted. We are called to glorify God. Eternity. The day you stand in those granite halls before the Lord of glory and kings, the greatest men on earth are divided and split and culled. Some cast into eternal hell and some invited into eternal glory. Live for eternity. These Olympians, how how majestic they are, but only for a moment. They start training when they're four and five years old. They never do anything but train until they're 22. They run a nine-second race for a medal. They hang up, and that's it. Cannot you give equal for eternal things? There is one there who is infinite in glory and you will spend an eternity of eternities tracking him down and you will never get your arms even around the foothill of his mountain. I can't live like this anymore. I can't live just reading books. I can't live just reading about revivals and about people who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew you. So many different things you want to know and do in all the books Get out a book on God. This one. For it is for this we labor and strive because we fixed our hope on the living God. This is not some martyr thing in which we uselessly give our lives to nothing only to be pulverized without hope. No! We serve God and God will honor us. We have fixed our hope on that and that gives us strength. Strength. Oh, this life is a vapor. I'm 47, but yesterday I was 21. Where did it all go? It is a vapor. While you have strength, preach. I praise God that in His providence as a young man, I spent myself in the Andes Mountains, and in the jungles of Peru, doing what I no longer have the strength to do. While you are a young man, while there is strength in you, labor with all your might. Take those stupid video games of yours and put them under your feet. Throw the TV out the window. You were made for greater things than these. If You're a child of the king. Nothing on this earth can satisfy. Nothing. I want the power of God on my life. Then something's got to go. I want to know him. Then some separation has to occur. Anything it takes, you have to literally be before the Lord. Lord, anything it takes. Anything it takes.
0: Psalm 79, 1-13 God, pagan natives, have conquered your land, your special possession. They have defiled your holy temple and made Jerusalem a heap of ruins. They have left the bodies of your servants as food for the birds of heaven. The flesh of your godly ones has become food for the wild animals. Blood has flowed like water all around Jerusalem. No one is left to bury their dead. We are mocked by our neighbors, an object of scorn and diversion to those around us. O oh Lord, how long will you be angry with us? Forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that refuse to acknowledge you, on kingdoms that do not call upon your name. For they have devoured your people, Israel, making the land a desolate wilderness. Do not hold us guilty for the sins of our ancestors. Let your compassion quickly meet our needs, for we are on the brink of despair. Help us, O God, of our salvation. Help us for the glory of your name. Save us and forgive us our sins for the honor of your name. Why should pagan nations be allowed to scoff, asking, Where is their God? Show us your vengeance against the nations, for they have spilled the blood of your servants. Listen to the moaning of your prisoners. Demonstrate your great power by saving those condemned to die. O oh Lord, pay back your neighbors seven times for the scorn they have hurled at you. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will thank you forever and ever, praising your greatness from the generation to generation. Proverbs 24, 30 through 34. Walked by the field of a lazy person, the, vine- the vineyard of one with no common sense. I saw that it is overgrown with nettles. It was covered with weeds. Its walls were broken down. Then, as I looked and thought about it, I learned this lesson: a little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then, poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber.